and welcome to another episode of Dio Talk. I'm Dio. Let's talk. Uh, my guest today is a fitness instructor at Blink Fitness. Uh, give her one welcome to Will Espinosa. Welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Uh, so I've heard a lot about you. I saw your your, your recent interview with uh, with Nick Espinosa, who's a great guy. Um, and I, and I, I I saw it and I got inspired to get in touch with you. Just I, I want to hear you know your journey. As a, as a, how did you get into this fitness life? Be what honest, inspired you to? The fitness life just came along with, like, I say it fell in my lap the way everything was going. Okay. It, it, it started out working out to live because I had no choice. Okay. I mean, I was given the choice to do one thing or continue the path I was going. And that was heading towards a brick wall. So it was either change my life or do this. And somewhere down the line, in, in taking this path, I started enjoying it. Got it, got it. Oh, well, there's something to it. You know? So that's how I became a fitness trainer. I mean, there's a lot in between. I'm pretty sure you want to ask, but that's the path I took. It wasn't the path I originally was supposed to take, but I would say, God, throw that little monkey wrench in your plan and say, no, going the wrong way, you got to go this way. Yes, <laughs> so. yes, yes, yes. Was it? I know. I know a lot of uh, people that get into fitness is either uh, because they're, they're young and they like being fit in some way. They get into that, or other people just like you know they're sick and not healthy and they want to do a drastic change in their life. Was that was that something that occurred to you? Yeah, that's that's exactly because being fit at, at any point in my life was. No, not even a thought. I mean, at 18 years old, I was like 190 pounds. Wow. And I'm 5'6". Well, now I'm 5'5". Five, five, so they say you lost height, I guess. Yeah. So it happened. So, so I'm, going, I'm going to sit with five, 5 and 3 quarters. That's, my, that's where I go a lot. And being 190 pounds and then just going on from there to uh, big ass weight, man. Crazy weight. Wow. To 97. So, yeah. 97. Wow. Yes, yeah, so I got really big, really, really big. Wow, wow. Was it, was it, how long, did you have a, a, a specific weight uh, goal you wanted to hit? What, during my journey? Yeah, like, this, like, once you started, you were like, I want to hit this, this is my goal. In, in my head, I always felt like 180. 85-ish was a good weight for me. 185 was a good weight for me. But when I reached, that was my goal. And I, I reached it. I was like, that's what I wanted to be. I felt like it could have been a little bit better. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to drop five more pounds. And then five more pounds. <laughs> and then so far and so forth that I actually dropped, if this makes sense, too much weight. Wow. Yeah, it didn't feel right. I was tired and out of shape, which it's funny. I went from being out of shape to more out of shape. Wait to <laughs> a worse version of what I was. Wow. Which I, 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 I was 151. And according to doctors, I'm supposed to be 145 right now. I'm obese. No, I'm, I'm overweight. Wow. Yeah. So I, I touched 151 and I felt tired. No muscle tone, but I, I can run like a gazelle, though. Yeah. But I couldn't lift 20 pounds. Wow. Yeah, so it, it didn't feel right. So I had to put some actual weight on. And telling someone who's been big all their life, I mean, all my life, I've never, I don't remember being below 150, ever. So, and I'm not saying I never was. I just don't remember. So, Telling someone who's been big all their life, who lost weight and gained 10 pounds was a really, really big thing for me. It was, it was fucking huge. I mean, like, how am I going to do this, bro? I fought so hard to get here, but I'm not comfortable here. I don't feel right here. I feel tired here. One of my nephews pointed that shit out to me. He said, bro, you look tired. I looked in the mirror and the, the picture, I was like, oh, shit, I do. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I agree, bro. So I had to put on some weight, which was... Easier said than done, but I did. It was I could I, I could imagine it was like a it your your mental was like stretching you out because just the, the whole process of it and not able to understand what putting more weight on you could you know was it it, it was 
before I knew anything about fitness and, you know, lifting, you know, exercising and everything, before I knew the ins and outs of everything, and I still don't know enough, I'm always willing to learn more. Um, I thought, well, in my head, the process, what if I don't stop at those 10? I, I'm like, what if I, because I enjoy eating. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican. So I Same love here, baby. Same so here. You know how it is. I know how it is. 100%. Yeah. So I'm like, well, what I had, and I actually had to give our food up to live. Yeah. That was part of it because I was going above and beyond. So it, it was like, I was thinking, well, what if I go back to 185? I wasn't comfortable there. What, what if I can't stop? What if I go back to 250? What? So I had to do it differently, where I had to change up my workout routine, stop so much damn running and walking, and start lifting more. And that's where I put on the 10-pound. So I've been about one, in the 160s, wintertime, one low 170s, because I don't do as much cardio. But I've been maintaining yeah. for about six years now. Wow, wow. And I feel pretty good at it. This, this weight right here. I can give you a 10-mile run on a Sunday and not feel too bulky with muscle, and I'm still able to deadlift close to 400. Wow. So I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm right where I want to be. In, I'm 50. I'm the ego. So I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah, trying, yeah. I do this to live anymore. I don't do this for the body, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm having a good time doing it, brother. <laughs> Well, I can imagine it's this life changing, so many opportunities and door, doors opening and, and meeting new people. Right? You've you you've found yourself in this in this path. So oh, yeah. it, it's been positive. Oh was, completely, completely positive. Was it um did you have to like what what is the process of getting your, your, your trainer certificate? Well, is it is it the same now as it was when you first got it, or has it changed? In your it, opinion, it, it evolved so many different ways. Where at some point you had to do it in a room full of people, someone watching you, to sitting in front of a computer and someone sitting there, mm-hmm. but you can't see them, but they can see you type situation, wow. and they're watching you. So you got to do it so they won't you won't cheat. The way I did it was completely open open book. Was complete. Was no one there to watch, and I had to do twenty quizzes before I did the test of the CPR. Where now that same program, you buy the program and it's right to the main test. They disregarded everything else. So I was like, it, it gets easier as it goes. I say the main thing you really need to know is basically how to put someone through a, a good workout where you're not going to injure them, and how to get their gains. And on the same way, on the same note, not hurt them, you know? So that's the way I come at my fitness anymore. I teach people a a proper form and live correctly because I've seen a lot of injuries in this place in the last 10 years. Wow. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, When, when you, when, when you meet somebody for the first time, right. And how's that conversation goals like do they say hey i have this vision i have these goals how can you help me um well i do a little bit less talking anymore which means um i don't know when's the last time you spoke to nick i spoke to nick like i want to say sunday okay uh i've been promoted here i'm the fitness manager got it got it so i do less no congratulations oh thank you thank you and I actually, Nick works here too. He, he's nice, here. nice. It's about time. So, I've been telling him to do that for quite some time. I, I told him get back on time. I, I'm like, I'm the manager, bro. Come on, that's get, nice, let's, get nice. let's do this. You know? Yes, yes. So um, I do less floor work and more behind the scenes work. Oh, but man. when I approach somebody, it's more or less so. They everybody got their different ways. Every gym has their different ways. But they're what they're called here in this gym is called startup sessions, which as a body assessment, which I, when I approach people, you know, I find out what's their health like, their background, their medication. If there's any family history of any type of injuries that you're prone to have the same injuries. I mean, I actually had a guy that said that he had um, arthritis in his lower back and his father had arthritis. So it seemed like a family thing. I don't think it was a family thing. I just think he just had arthritis. So yeah, 
So I approached them like that, and um, I test their BMI, the body fat index, their heart rate. And for a startup session, in my opinion, is more or less so, it's a 50-50 thing. It's for me to test you out, see what I can and can do with you, and for you to know me, for you to get to know me, and I tell you a little bit about myself. Mm. Yeah, so that's what I do with a good startup session. That's how I and like I said, I just get the, I got another background. So basically, it's a lot of talking. I'm doing most of the talking. So it's about 35, 40 minutes in your ear. But your yeah. answer will be back. I'm engaging in conversation. Got it, got it. To get that, the secrets out of you that you normally wouldn't want to tell nobody. I got to try to get it out of you. For <laughs> so stuff like that. Wow. That's awesome. How 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 long have you been doing this? Um, training. Legally, and I mean legally certified, say two years, training for about five. Wow. And I just became manager of this. Um, I'm second manager in this building uh, about three months ago. Wow. Months. Yeah. So it's, been a, it's definitely been a journey, a life-changing journey for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely has. I mean, before this, I was going to be a truck driver. Oh man, I mean, good money, but it's like I—that's I a toll like, taking, man. I, I look. Part of the reason they got me to where I'm at now is because of my car accident and all that. I'll, I'll save all that for you if you want me to tell you the whole story, but it's a long story. I can cut some of it short too. Um, please share. Please share. It. My life was supposed to go this way. I was about two weeks away from taking my class ACDL and I was every bit of 290 pounds. So I had sleep apnea, high, uh, diabetes, high cholesterol, wow. um, high blood pressure, but I still got, that's a family thing. I think it's a political thing. Yeah. It runs, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody in your family got it. So mm-hmm. it just, it is what it is. So that right there, I managed, I've maintained that. I haven't cured that, but my diabetes type two is gone. Sleep apnea, never. I don't even CPAP anymore. My cholesterol is normal, but I feel like if I would have took that test, I would have never been here. I'd have been 350 pounds somewhere, dying in the truck somewhere, probably on the roads in Ohio, wow. shit like that. So I felt like I was meant to be here because my life changed from a car accident. My life changed. It, it, it tore my back up. Um, I had to give all that up about my dream about, I went to school for nine months for this class anyway, while I was working an eight hour job. So I was on eight days, six, six, six hours a day in the school, five days a week for nine months straight. I would, and I was out of shape, but I was, I was doing it. <laughs> I was doing it. And that one car accident, I, my doctor told me, bro, you can't drive a truck. You can't even work anymore. Wow. And I was like, wow. So everything that I was pushing for that I, I had dreamed, I'm like, I'm gonna send money home my wife. You know, not truck drivers, they make the money. So I'm like, mm-hmm. send this every every time I get paid, this is coming your way. You ain't never gonna have to worry about anything. As long as I'm on the road, because I plan to be on the road 23 days out of a month. That was my whole idea. I had it all mapped out. And that one car accident fucked my back. Wow. And I had to give up work. My my nine to five had to go. First was school and then work. Right back to back in the matter of two weeks. Wow. Yep. So, yep, that's what happened to me. And then the way I put the weight on, I was about, I'm sorry, let me rephrase it. Let me backtrack. I was about 20, I'm going to say 20 pounds at this time with the car accident. When I had to stop working, that's when the weight came on. I blew up the two months. And it just, it was bad. It was bad. I was able to sit a beer on my stomach. Bro. <laughs> wow. To sit there and watch TV like that. Was big. Like that. <laughs> wow, man. That's that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. And But you were able to overcome that. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. a beautiful part of it. Yeah. I, that's, I, like I said, I think it was, I was meant to be where I'm at because I'm, I'm a lot happier than I'm a, I'm. I always say that, that the person who I used to be, I call him the big guy. He, I mean, he's still here because I've been 
battle my life. So it don't take much, man. Like I, I see cookies and I still eat them. I, I and sometimes I overindulge, which is the bad part. But for the best, for the most part, I don't eat bad. That's what I don't. So you started uh, basically just changing the way you ate. Yeah, yeah. So I, I still, I don't have that hardcore diet shit. Like I'm not counting calories or nothing like that. I just know what's not good for you. So yeah. you shouldn't eat it. Like McDonald's tastes fucking great, but it's, like, it's not really yeah. good for you. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. So I put there. I'm like, well, what do you like? I, I tell my trainees one question. What's your favorite dessert? Some people say apple pie. Great. It tastes good, right? So you put some ice cream on it, right? It tastes great. That shit ain't good for you. <laughs> it's just like, it's not good for you. So use that in your everyday life when it comes to eating food. If it tastes really, really, really fucking good, it might not be that good for you. You might want to examine that meal you're eating right there. That might be three meals in a matter of one meal that you should be eating all day. Yeah. You know what's crazy that uh, for the last month, month or so, I've been, I was dieting, right? Because I, yeah. I, uh, I, I entered a uh, jujitsu uh, tournament. Oh which, shit! Yeah, cool. which was, was this Sunday, okay. and I, I was like, "Damn!" But this past Sunday, this past Sunday, how'd yeah. you do? Uh, I got silver. Nice. I hurt my, I, I hurt my knee, but uh, I got silver. I should have gotten gold, but you know things happen. So, bro, you already won. You, you yeah, you did it. Yeah, I'm happy as hell. It was <laughs> that's yeah. a win right there. Yeah, it was it was a great experience. Yeah. So I'm like I'm like damn you know I I I need this to, to already pass so I, I can eat like a burger or something because yeah. I've been eating clean and dieting, but I like you know like for me like I'm I'm getting skinnier right fit because I'm still working out but I I get hungry. Right. And sometimes I just want to eat like a fat ass. So the competition ended. Uh, we went to uh, Cheesecake Factory. It was like 10 minutes away. Oh, man. I, Bro. Spot. <laughs> yeah. I got this only burger. I got a, a, a double bacon blue. Right. And I was like, I was like, damn, I've been eating all week. I don't want to fuck it up. But it's like, I earned it. It's like, you know what? Let me change the, the, the uh the meat for turkey meat yeah so i yeah i think i took like three bites into like i was like i started just like taking the without me knowing taking like the bread out taking everything out and start cutting <laughs> it up and then like i didn't even eat I, I don't even think i ate like three-thirds of the burger because everything i can taste was like um oily the grease Everything I tasted was greasy, so it wasn't flavorful for me anymore. Yeah, I do that too. Matter of fact, it's funny. You mentioned Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I ordered the turkey burger when I went with the family. And my wife was like, well, indulge. I'm like, I am. I'm eating some of the bread. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's my indulgence. Like, I, I still eat like, pizza, but I eat pizza See, a lot of people like to carve up before they run. Mm-hmm. I eat pizza before the day before. Got it, got it. Yeah, that's one of my go-to cheats. But I don't do that every week. You know, what I mean, I'll, I'll yeah, might choose something else. But pizza is. I love. I've had pizza in a while. Oh, that's I'm telling you, that's my go-to. Man. Yep. Like, but I want to carve up, and I know if I say, well, this Sunday I'm going. Uh, depending on the weather, this Sunday I think it's. I got it written down. Maybe seven miles I'm running. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Pizza Saturday night, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. You, you know what's crazy? I, I, I grew up, majority of my life, I grew up in Puerto Rico. Okay. Right? It was, I take it like, when I turned 20, I moved over here officially on my own and whatnot. And every day, like, for breakfast was, like, a nice cup of coffee with, like, un bollo de pan. Right? A, a big loaf of bread like that. Uh-huh. From, oh, a, from, from a panadero and yeah i never got fat never got fat i come here and like I uh, different that's I it that that's it oh and i it kills you here for some reason like, i've never i'm yo I'm, I'm i'm ashamed to say this i'm, I'm 50 and i've never been to puerto rico never never been because i'm scared of flying 
Oh, I know everybody's man. like, I feel you, it's it's not the flying part. It's the fact that something's taking me off my feet. I'm scared of heights. Mm. And that's always been so it, it's always been my thing. So if people say, well, once you get a plane, you'll forget about it. Well, the fuck I won't because <laughs> yeah. my anxiety won't let me. There's always all the people to know. My feet are not on the ground. So no, I feel that. Yeah. From that's what real. I hear, man, the food is so much like it's so much different. Mm-hmm. Like you you don't get fat over there as much. And I'm like, something's wrong with this picture. What the hell are we doing with our food over now, here? You want to know what's crazy? You know, what's I, I went, I went um, two, three weeks. I, I just came back to Puerto Rico. My, my grandmother passed away. Uh, she was like my mom. She raised me. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, thank you. As soon as I got the car, I left, right? And um, I think as I was with my sister. My sister came with me. And I was telling her about Burger King. Like, I told her, Burger King here is different than over there. And she wouldn't believe me. I'm like, you look at a commercial in Burger King, that's exactly how they serve it in Puerto Rico. Oh, the commercial. You look at a foolery. I know. (laughs) But in in Puerto Rico, it looks exactly like the commercial. So there it is. Bro, they they, they give you chicken wings. They give you fucking arroz con aguichuela in Burger King. Oh shit! <laughs> like, you got a you got a whole gourmet feast when you go if you go to Burger King in Puerto Rico, and here it's shit, like yeah. it's just shit. My wife had some of Burger King recently. It was about like a month ago, I think, and I was just looking at it eating. I'm like, and I always see it. every time I see it, I think I like the commercial. <laughs> no, 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 commercial. no, awful. <laughs> Dude, I remember in 2009, I, I graduated as a paramedic, right? And we went to Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut over there is like a restaurant, like a, a, like a, a full-blown restaurant. Like, you got to wait for your table, everything. Like, people eat pizza with forks and knives. That's how, how clean and, and cleanliness is over there. Oh, okay. I come over here, and that's just like a... a, a a hole out of the wall. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm telling you, I've, I've heard you. I got family over there and they say the same shit. Like the food is so much, it's just authentic in a way compared to what's over here. Like they go to Porky's Point or something like that. And they're like, hell. I'm yeah. like, well, it's Spanish food. I'm like, not like back home. Not the same. Oh, okay. Not I got to get there. Eventually I get over this fear, man, because I've conquered a lot of my life. So, Maybe. Yeah, you need to go, man. You need you're you're missing out. I mean, right now everything is super expensive. <laughs> so I will wait for at least uh the, the winter and then take a a trip over there. Yeah. Oh definitely, definitely. I'm gonna go when it's cold because it's hot here now. Yeah. I don't want to go to somewhere else hot, even though it might be a little more a little more relaxation out there. Yeah, but yeah. I wait for it's cold air so I can have a reason to go relax. You know. Yeah. Yeah, true. Very true. Very true. Very true. Um, I wanted to ask you, like, what what's your advice, right? Doing this uh, personal training, right? When somebody approaches you, what's your advice to them to, like, if they want to become a personal trainer? What's stopping them? Mm. That's my number one thing. Like, what's stopping you? If if you came and you talked to me about it. That means the idea is already there. It's in your head. That's what you want to do. And if you didn't, then why would you question it? And, and they were like, oh, well, I actually had a guy in here that he's a teacher. And he, man, the guy's fucking Jack. God, I'm believing Jack. So I seen him illegally training here before. And I had to put a stop. That, mm. that they don't allow that unless you work for blank. And I got in his ear about training. He's like, you know, I thought about that. I'm like, well, if you thought about it, and you already trained people legally in this gym, you know, I kept on bringing that up, so he can know he can't do that anymore. I said, why don't you go this route instead of doing it this way? Because if you keep on going this way, then a club manager is going to come at you about your membership. It's my job to stop it, and if it doesn't stop, it's his job to mm-hmm. membership. I don't want that to happen. I want everybody to get their gains and work out. So how about we approach it this way? How about you go give ISSA a try? Now, like I said, he wanted to try it. He told me he wanted to try it. Man, I kid you not, four days later, he was certified. 
Wow. Works in him. Nice, nice. Yeah, I gave Good him a for him. So, Good for him. Good for him. So that when, when people approach me about it, I'm like, you know, run with the idea, you know. Try different programs out. Do your homework. Something yeah. might be better for you. Somebody might want the challenge where they want to do the test like this person. Some people might want to go to college. Like I got a trainer that he went to college for it. He's no longer here anymore, but some might want to do it the community college way. But I'm like, if you have that idea, run with it, man. Run with it. It's not like it's not like it's a little extra income into something. If you're into fitness and it's something you love, I make a dollar or two while you're doing it. Yeah, do, especially if you yeah, if you love it, you know. Yeah, you know, and I've actually trained people for free. My and I, I and I still do to this day, and I approach it like, say you came at me and you like I know you do your MMA, right? Mm. Like I want some training condition. I know your heart's into it, and I know what. Damn, we only got thirty minutes. Of, oh, bro, me cool. I got you. Nice. You ain't gotta get me done because I I know it's benefiting you, and I know what it's for. If someone approached me that's extremely heavy and they said they ain't got a dollar. I'm like, well, I don't need you to pay me a dollar. Just show up. That's your money's work right there. You show up. You ready to put the work in? I'll put the work in with you. I, I, nice. I, hope you I don't need. I don't need to get paid to do this. I get an hourly wage to do this as manager. But I, I approach it like I'll give you free sessions. I don't care. If it's good. No one was there to help me. Mm. Nobody. I approached two people. One person didn't have the time. I understood. You know, people got jobs, lives, families. I understood. The other one was a primo of mine. I'm not going to call him out because he probably care about this shit. And uh, <laughs> he tells me, well, I'll help you out, but I don't want you to tell the rest of the family what I'm doing. And I'm like, well, cuz, why do I have to lie to our family about us hanging out, you helping me? We're all blood. I'm not going to do that. Why? That's a petty lie. I, I mean, I'm not going to do that shit. So I decided not to do that with him. And I went about my own route. And everything I learned, I learned on my own. With the exception of my boy, Mitch. He, he seen I was doing too much cardio. So he was like, bro, you're doing too much. And he also brought it to my attention. They're like, let's do some weightlifting. I'm like, shit. All right, cool. Day one, I ain't even on. He just stopped me on the trip. Bro, stop that. Doing too much. <laughs> He's like, that. I'm like, what? Nigga, who are you? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Look tired. I mean, come on, lift the weights, lift some weights with us. I'm like, shit, all right. And from there, just everything took off. Nice. Yeah. What do you what do you <clears throat> what do you do when you find yourself with like people that just hog up the best uh the, the brand's press that's still there all day, every day, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, and that's all they do. I um well, the trainer in me, I would actually, they hit it like four times a week. I'm like, you are just bruising those muscles up. They're not getting no gains. I would approach it. I usually approach it something like that. Mm. I don't want to be rude. Like, bro, you know, you hear it faithfully from 12 to 2. There's other people that might want it. You're not here Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on that machine. I mean, just that I'm, I got to be diplomatic about it these days. Mm. So I would be like, you know. Yo, let me know when you're done. How many you got left? And then I give him another front reminder. To him. How many you got left? How many you got left? That's the, just letting them know I'm waiting on you. Just trying mm-hmm. to be real diplomatic, real smooth about it, you know? And if they don't want to get on, then I just move on to the next thing. And I'm like, ah, come back. Whatever. You know, I don't really get mad about it. In the beginning, oh, shit. I used to be upset. Like, bro, we got, I got to go to work. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah. So much because now that I work here, I got access to it even when the gym is closed. I don't really get mad. I'm like, I'll do it later. <laughs> I got, got, it. It, got it. I split my workout up today in two workouts. So, so I had to do some manager stuff in between. Nice. And your and your opinion, like there, there's I, I find people that like from the waist up, they build everything, but the legs down, oh. like <laughs> how how important it is is like you getting your, 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 your leg working? Um, for a, let me say for a guy, especially over 40, a lot of men don't realize it builds your testosterone when you do legs. 
Nice. And you kind of need that shit when you get in your 50s and 60s. Because, you know, sometimes things don't work as well as you want to when you're 60. So I, 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 there's a guy here that he's been, I've been at this gym since day one. I've never seen him do legs. I'm, and I've never seen him wear shorts either. I'm anxious to see what those calves look like. <laughs> 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 That's what we were talking about. That's I'm really anxious to see that. And I'm like, bro, I am ready to give you some free training. Just for legs. We can just hit the leg press for a little while. You know? <laughs> or do some squats and deadlifts, bro. One or the other. <laughs> yeah, so, I, yeah, I see a lot of guys in there. I think it's very important to get to your legs. I mean, it's all good. It's all one and fine if you're big up here. But let's just say you got to get a situation. You got to defend your family. You got to fight. It happens. Your legs ain't gonna hold that heavy ass body. You gonna get real, you gonna get tired real fast. Yeah, you gotta true, work. Yeah, out. I mean, and being as though I don't work my legs out for muscle at all. I, I, I mean, if it comes, it comes. I work my legs out because I like to run, and I know if I don't have strong legs, I'm not running for. I gotta have marathon in October, nice. so I'm doubling up on my legs coming up in July twice a week. Faithfully, I used to do one hard three-hour leg day. Now it's going to be split up into two, two and a half ones. Got to build it up so I can maintain 13 miles. Man, 13 miles. I, I remember I ran, I was like, I want to say two or three years back, I was running, I was practicing for a half a marathon here in, in Jersey City. And uh, I, I wasn't like, I didn't, I didn't know. And when I would reach out to people, they just never gave me any information so i just started running like three miles a day uh i think it was three miles it was it was monday wednesday friday right three miles and every saturday i will do a little bit more a little bit more so one day i i I ran six i came back uh i was i was i was hurting i'm not gonna lie i was hurting uh but then again, the next day I went again. So like I, I became dehydrated. I, I was fucked up. I was in the bed for like a good month. Uh, shin splints. I even I even got um what do you call this in your throat? Strep throat. Like oh. I was I, I was fucked up for a whole month. Too much. That that's why when I train for runs like that, I like to average out my runs every other day. I'll do, I might do a big run, like an eight-mile run if I'm training for a half marathon, and do another eight-mile run two days later or nine miles. But then my last run of the week would be a 5K and then rest until I get back to the bigger miles again. That's how I train for it. Or I might do the small run in between. I'll do like an eight, uh, say a a 10, and then I'll do a four or a five, and then I'll do another 10 at the end of the week. See, my problem is like, Maintaining 10 is not the problem. It's after 10. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's the problem. Those last three. This past uh, two months ago, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to run 13. And normally when I, I don't really plan my runs unless I'm training for a marathon. I, I have for whatever. So when I go out there, I'm like, nah. I, one of my favorite scenes when I do my videos on Instagram is I'm going this way. I don't know how far I'm going. I don't know how fast I'm going. All I know is I'm going that way. So I never really plan it. And then when I start jogging, that's when I'm going, hey, well, you know what? I'm going to do 10. I feel good. Get back to the car at five, take a sip of water, then keep it moving. Well, on this day, I said, you know what? I got the 10. I'm going to do a half. I got this. And I pulled a calf, my calf muscle pulled oh, right at the 11th day. It actually pulled around the 8th. And I stretched it out, and instead of just walking 30 seconds to see how it felt, I'm like, I'm good. Right back. Ninth mile felt good. Tenth mile felt pretty good. Eleventh mile, pulled it again. And this time, it wasn't getting unstuck. It was just cramped up. Mm. I had to walk back to the car mile and a half. I was mad as hell. So now I do my training a little bit different. I don't do it. If I train, I write my runs out for the month what I'm going to do. And if it's raining, then I try to do it on the treadmill, even though. Yeah. Just the, try to get it. It's not the same, but you try to it's get not it the in. Same, but try to stay movement. Try to stay movement. How's your, when you're running, how's your tempo? 
Like, do you go fast, slow? Well, I got, I told you I'm 50, so I don't really do too many things fast. I only run if something's chasing me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm more of a jogger. So when I, if I'm at, if I do like a five mile run, I'm at a 10, 10, 10, 15. I maintain that and I'm pretty good. If I do anything more than that, I break it down to like 10, 30, 10, 40. That at that, at that speed, I'm able to talk on the phone while I'm done. Mm-hmm. So that's my normal jogging speed. But like I said, I'm not running for anything. Um, I'm not doing, I don't do big runs, train for bigger runs. Mm-hmm. I, I just like to jog. And believe it or not, a lot of people say, well, what's your favorite exercise? I like to jog. All the deadlifting, all the daily squats, the bench pressing, kettlebell swings, you name it, tire power, all that, tire flipping, all that that I do, I love jogging most. Wow. And they're like, why? It's, it's, it's tedious. It's I'm like, you got to understand something. This world of drama, you know, you got people dying, you know, the cop stuff and Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get all into yeah, COVID. Yeah. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah. Put everybody in their little bubbles. Put everybody in their little worlds. That world was safe. So when I'm jogging, I'm in that little world. Nothing matters. Nothing outside of that jog matters. So when I'm out there doing it, I'll maintain this attitude. If I got six, I got seven. If I got seven, I got eight. If I got eight, I got nine. That's my attitude. And I don't worry. I shut the world down. I'll send my wife my location. I got a 17-mile jog, a, a trail that I love jogging. So I send her my location and say, hey, I started here. If you don't hear from me in about two hours, come get my ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I never go past an hour and 45 minutes jog. So she doesn't hear from me. She something's wrong. But I shut the world down. And I was told I would never be able to jog by two surgeons. Told them I'd never be able to walk in I used to walk with the double keys after my back surgery. Wow. I said, you can't tell what he called, what he going to do, what he can't do. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. fucking do it anyway. You said you, I, I went to one back surgeon. You said, we got to do a fusion. You got the back of a 70-year-old man. Mm. I'm like, really? So not on, you mean, uh, on top of the other surgery you gave me, you want to give me another one, which the first one fucked me up for like two years. So you want to, Take out some shit, put in some foreign shit, put it together with duct tape, fucking crazy glue, some staples. You know what I mean? Whatever you can do to put me back together. And now I'm like, nah, I gotta get a second opinion on this one. And then I went to the other guy, and he was like, nah, the other brother was right. <laughs> That's all he said. He was like, yeah, he was right. You, you, you'll never be able to walk no more. Oh, how's, your, how's your back now? How's your back now? Do, do you stretch a lot? Oh, all the time. First time when. Before I get in the gym, I I do about maybe 10 to 15 minutes of stretching alone, just trying to loosen everything up. It, it used to be a little bit less than that, but since I just turned 50 last year, eh, things are a little bit a little older now. Little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. things a little bit more. So yeah. I go I go above and above beyond on the stretching. I do it before and after workouts. When I first wake up, when I get to the gym, I stretch out a little bit more. So I combine both those into one stretch and work out where I would work. When I wake up, I stretch. Get there, I finish. And I work out. Then before I go to bed, after workout, I stretch. And then I go home, stretch a little bit more. I do wow. a lot of stretch. I have to. <laughs> Arthritis in my body really doesn't let me do. I'm not supposed to be able to, to do, do anything. Yeah. But I do it anyway. Have you tried yoga? Uh, this Sunday at the gym. Nice. 10 o'clock. Uh, one of my trainers. He's um he's um really fucking good, man. And <laughs> a lot of shit he does. Karate, like third degree black belt, uh, wow, yoga, TikTok. He's 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 acting, he's all over the fucking place. And he's in great shape, man. He got sponsors and everything. And um he has yoga. So I told him today, funny how you mentioned, I was talking to him today. I said, yo, you doing yoga Sunday? He said, Yeah. I said, I think after my run two days ago, I need to get up in that yoga class and chill. He said, why? What happened? I said, well, my back was hurting a little bit more. Said, How far did you go? I said, six. It, that's a normal. That's a normal Sunday. 
Wow. You know what I mean? So it's not that it shouldn't have bothered me, but damn, it bothered me. <laughs> so I was like, I gotta start looking at other ways of doing exercise and stretching. Yeah, that's I think that's one problem, especially when I do jujitsu. Like that's like I just I start just the most I do is is jumping jacks. Oh yeah. And you gotta take that time, brother. You gotta take at least five or ten minutes. Shut those calves out, those hamstrings, those quads. You got to stretch all of your Achilles. And don't, especially what you do. Mm-hmm. What I do is I jog. So the motion is basically a repetitive motion. Mm-hmm. You're doing is MMA. So you are putting more pressure on your Achilles more than I am. And it takes that much to snap on. It's like that fast. Wow. Take that 10 minutes before you do any stretch out. Yeah, definitely, especially now that I got a swollen knee. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta do something. <laughs> I when I was talking about injuries in the gym, I got one of the worst ones I've ever had. I've got hurt more times in the gym than I've been when I was fat and sick. I was like, yo, I had more surgeries from doing this shit than when I was fat. I was like, how did that work? I never had a surgery until the back surgery. Then that was it. I'm like, I had the back surgery because I had a car accident, arthritis, degenerative mm-hmm. disease. That doesn't go away. So I still have that. But I got one of the worst ones where I, I tore off my bicep, wow. off my rotator cuff, and my chest plate off. My back. Wow. What a 20-pound dumbbell. Wow. Yeah, I can curl 35 and 40s. Like, you know, I can't say I can wrap them out, but I give me the 40s. I get eight solid ones without, without improper form. So I, I'm like, it took one twenty pound dumbbell, and I didn't stretch that day neither. I did not stretch. Some girl called me, and all I did was put my arm like this. Instead of having my my elbows in, I said, "Yeah," and I went just like this. One motion, pop, pop. One motion, fucking hurt like hell. <laughs> hurt like hell. Wow. And the funny thing about, it, I really didn't know because I didn't know the bicep was torn. That was still hanging. This automatically got black and all right, automatically. And I let it go because I'm like, yeah, it, 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 the pain would come and go. It wasn't like every day. At this point, after the back surgery, the epidurals and all the shit I've been through to get where I was at, this was minor. I'm like, compared to the shit I've been through before, this was fucking minor. I mean, I fell down the steps eight times in one year because my, my sciatica nerve had a bone spur pushing on it, stopping the blood flow. So taking the flight of stairs eight at 260 pounds full foot down the, from the first to the 14 was hell. So this right here was a nothing. What brought it to my attention was I was sitting at home and I'm watching TV. My left hand started hurting. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And all of a sudden, it just started looking weird here. Like my muscle was leaning more towards this way, like to the side. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Trying to find out. That was completely tore off. The chest plate was hanging on by single thread. Wow. I was like, damn, that was one 20-pound dumbbell that did that shit. Wow. That's why when I train people, I try to make it feel comfortable, let them know that, look, I know you're not here to be Mr. Olympia or Mrs. Olympia. I know you're not here for that. You're not trying to win bodybuild competition. Unless you are, then we can go that route, too. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, but most of the times, the people that come here are like 50-year-old people. 40 year old people just saying, Hey, time to add years. I'm like, Well, let me help you. And that's, that's what I approach. I approach it like we're just trying to add more years. Yeah. So, you, yeah, people first, then everything else. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. beautiful, man. Uh, I can imagine you, you've changed a lot of people's lives just by caring. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, I don't mind anybody. Like I said, like I told you earlier, anybody wants some help. Seek me out. I'll, I'll help you. I mean, of course. Yeah. Of course, you know, I also say I, I got bills to pay too. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yes. some point, those days, you know, I can't help the world, but somebody's got to come pay my light bill. Yes, yeah. bitch. So, you know. I mean? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy Nick, Nick is doing that, man. I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him. He, he's a, he's a great human being, man. Oh yeah, he definitely is. Most of my intellectual conversation I have is with him. I love that guy, man. You know what's crazy? I've never, I've never met him in person. 
Really? I've never met him in person. Never met him in person. I thought you might have. I mean, where where are you located at? Uh, New Jersey, uh, Jersey City, New Jersey. Oh, Jersey. Okay. Yeah. I, I met him. Yeah, I met him through uh, a podcast of uh, his cousin. Uh, he did uh, the Black Frequency. Okay. Arrington, Arrington. I met him through there one day. I was I, I was a guest, and from that that point forward, like uh, we just clicked. Oh. Clicked, just clicked, and and uh, I know he's been, he was working on his training. And I was like, dude, just you know, because he has so many dreams, so many goals he wants to obtain. I was like, I was like, bro, go get yourself. Uh, uh, you got your training certificate. Go get yourself there. You know, you build yourself up because he he wants to act, and he oh, loves yeah. and he loves getting fit. So like, go do that. <laughs> You're already working towards whatever you, you enjoy. I, I love the fact that he did that too. I mean, when I got mine, he 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 got cheated out on his first his first one. I, I know one thing about I know about my nephew is if he tells me something, it's the truth. Yes. So he said that the first time he went to take the test, they actually accused him of plagiarism on his S on his S. And I said no. No, it's because when when you when you're training, it's more the words are all the same. Mm-hmm. No matter how you describe it, a lap pull down is a lap pull down. So if or shit like that. So if you're going to repeat certain words, but if it closely resembles another essay, you automatically disqualify. So they said, well, that's we believe it's a plagiarism. So we're gonna let you take the test again. So at that point, he just let it go. And then when I got mine, I got up in the gym. I'm like, hey, man, look, I'm training here, bro. I wasn't man at this point. I'm like, get your certificate and come here. And then he was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then he did it. But then he still sat on it just a little bit. And then I got up in the gym. like, I'm managing that, bro. I can hire you. <laughs> you know, he was like, oh, shit, yeah. Boom, boom, but boom. I still, I didn't hire him because it's a family thing. Yeah, so yeah. So I let the club manager. I let him take care of but now he's here with me every day. And that and that's what he needed, man. He he for first of all, he he's a person I wouldn't want to fuck with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit. We, we we sat down and we talked about a lot. That's one that's one motherfucker I don't want to fuck with. But he's a he is a man of his word. And he said oh, he's yeah, gonna definitely. do something, he's gonna do something, and he did it. And and I'm so I'm so proud of him because he's you know, he's doing this thing. He's doing this thing. You know, we we was talking about family and about how family be the first ones to uh, hate on you. First of all, yes, yes, that that's it's sad. And being Puerto you know, that's it, it runs deep in the Spanish people. I don't know yes. why, but people just can't be happy for you. Like, oh, Sheila, be doing big things. Congratulations. Uh, the way my family comes is congratulations, but yeah. Why the fuck is there always a but? Why can't it be just a pat on the back? Yes. You know, and a lot of my family members, like they seen my journey. They seen like they 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 don't know my story. They don't know the fact that I was in a diabetic coma from a Tuesday to a Saturday. Wow. They don't know my story. Like I'm, I'm like, that didn't even change my fucking life. Like falling asleep for like damn near four, four or five days. I just looked at it as the best sleep of my fucking life. But I went to the hospital on the Tuesday with my sugar, blood sugar, at 980 by the time wow. I got in there. And then when I sat down and fell asleep two days later, when they kept they were testing my blood, of course, while I was sleeping, it rose up to 1,200. So they don't know my story. They swear I got gastric bypass. But I documented it every fucking day I was walking. Every day I was walking, I put on this. Anybody wanted to join me, one of the first things I said was, they want to join me. I'm here. Come walk with me. And Take this difficult. journey with me. And that's difficult, man. That's difficult because <sighs> there's so much, so many things you can say. But until you... <sighs> it's difficult. It's difficult. When it comes to family, it's difficult. Listen, I've been doing this for for a year and some change. Yeah. All me. Every guest. Every guest hustling. Everything. Everything. The people that have supported me the most do not live near me. Chicago, oh, Philadelphia, 
Atlanta, uh, New York, you know, family. I remember I had this with my own mother. I remember I had this uncomfortable conversation, right? And this is like, I'm on my breaking point. Like I, I want more for myself than a nine to five, right? I want, yeah. I want to be something or do something. I want my children to be proud. I don't want to depend on a nine to five. That's going to fire you for any, any reason. Yeah. I want to become something. And she was like, uh, you got a problem. You can't follow orders. And I was like, I just, and that moment, like, you know, I snapped. I was like, do you rather be liked or respected? And she looked at me and I was crazy. Like, what do you mean by that? Do you rather be liked or, or, or do you want to respect it, be respected? And she, she looked at me like I had three heads. And I'm like, listen, I'm going to explain to you. Being liked is working at somewhere you're unhappy and not following your dreams or passion. You know, whether you, you go and follow it and you don't achieve, that's fine. At least you tried. Yeah. Right? That's being liked. Being respected is you're going to go do what you got to do and you're, and you're going to realize as you go through this journey, you're not a $100 beer and everybody's going to like you. And you say, fuck it. And you continue to say, fuck it. Because at the end of the day, when you when you're doing it, it's just you. There's no there's no applause. There's no I'm proud of you. There's no ah oh, man. I wish I was there to witness that. It's always always buts and if. And if you live your life with those buts and if, you're not gonna get anywhere. It's like seeking validation, and all you want to be, all you really wanted to be is united with your family, be there for them, and then them be there for you, and they can't even do that. I'm going to steal that from you. Uh, like and respect thing made a hell of a lot of fucking sense. Yeah. To me. A hell of a lot of sense because it, I just got laid off from my nine to five. I just got laid off. But got to the point where if I woke up in the morning and my fingernail got chipped, I might have called out of work. Mm. It got to that point. And, and my wife was like, why? I'm like, because I don't want to be here no more. I've been here eight years. There's nowhere to go. Where I'm at is where I'm at. I'm not happy. Just like being liked and respected. Yeah, my coworkers like me. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's only work like. I wasn't happy there. Yeah. I was not happy. And before they laid me off, and it wasn't just me. That's a good thing. I'm, I'm glad. God works in mysterious ways. Yes, I meant to that. And um, I was about to put my two weeks in, and I went on a run with the team lead, which is the guy that actually helped me off the treadmill. Remember I told you about him? Yeah. Me and him, we're still cool to this day. He's the one that helped me get the job eight years ago. And um, he said, um, you know, a little 5K, we met out somewhere near King of Prussia, in between where I live and where he lives. And... Um, we're jogging, and he said, bro, don't put the two weeks in, man. They lost a big contract. They're probably going to lay off some people soon. I was like, oh. Instead of putting my two weeks and walking away with nothing. You waited it out. <laughs> let me just see what happens. <laughs> like, we'll see. So, yeah. So now I walk away with severance pay until October, and I'm okay with it. I, I got laid off the very next day. I was like, holy shit. This is perfect. <laughs> I'm like, and now, now I'm happy again. And so more that I can still, I'm able to do what I love to do now, which is help people. I'm able to work at the gym. And I went from trainer to manager to hopefully, if everything works out by August, complex PT, which means I get three other gyms. Boom. So your mouth is out I'm, I'm, I'm looking at like I'm controlling my own destiny because I'm putting the work in to get where I want to go. And mm. like, I don't need the pat on the backs no more. Yeah. I'm good. You're undeniable. Yeah. You can watch, watch me. That's all you're going to do. You, yep. me, you can pat me on the back or you can sit, you know, sit there and say, oh, this, you know, this thing ain't shit. Oh, whatever. whatever. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. That, that's, the, right. that's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal yeah. to like not give, not 
give enough fucks that you're, all you're doing is smashing your dream, smashing your goals, getting there, that you become undeniable. Yeah. So they can say, but, but one day you're going to be like, but, but nothing. You can't deny me anything. You can't deny. And that's on you, right? Now, it's funny. I, I One of my primos who I know, who she has been hating on me for years, bumped into that nigga the other day, you know what I mean? Just talking to him, kicking it. And um, he was like, I, I, I pulled out the badge on So, yeah, he said, how you like the train? I'm like, oh, no, the manager now. Oh. Refresh. The look in his face. Yeah, Priceless. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, there it is. There it is. I'm like, cuz, I'm happy for you for whatever you do. I'm like, bro, it just kept the same. Yeah. <laughs> I don't never wish bad on anybody. You can hate on me all you want to. Yeah. I still smile. Black, like, oh, hey, man, get yours, bro. <laughs> That's but, it. You know, and those crazy, they're, they're always watching. They're, they're always, That's I how this, they hate. Yeah, I had this manager, right? That it was real cool at one point. And I got let go from the work and I left. And, I, you know, I, I was so cool with him that I thought that, like, yo, can you help me out? Can you help me out with a job? Blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's you have to grow as a person to be able to identify that people don't really give a fuck about you. You think one thing, but it's really the other thing. And um, I, I started working and I uh, that's when I became an operation manager. I had fucking sites in four different states, fucking 100, 200 people under my belt. Like, I, I'm, I'm moving all this shit on my own, right? And I get a random call from his number. And I see, I, I hear you doing operation manager now. He's like, yeah, and I, I'm excited. I thought you, you know, I thought you called to congratulate me. And he said, he said uh, what's the name of that bitch ass company you're working for? That's small compared to us. And I laughed it off. <laughs> I laughed it off. Now, every time I called him, like, within that month, was like, yo, I just got a new contract. Yo, I got two new contracts. Yo, they just gave me a bonus. Now, I'm just calling him to brag. There you go. Yeah, I'm, just call, I'm, I'm just calling to, to essentially be a dick because, you, you know, you, you, can't, you can't hate on anybody's progress. That's yeah. life. It's life. Let me tell you, the way I move in life now is, if I don't, if I know you, like now that I've spoken to you, if I get one of your podcasts, I'm going to hope you get the best out of everything. I'm, I'm not going to never hate on nobody who's trying to do something. I hate on the ones who don't do anything and bitch about they can't do something. Mm, Those are the ones I bitch about. Yes. I'm like, well, you say you want to do this, but bro, what have you done to even try to attempt to start anything? I'm into Those that. Yes, yes. Very true, moving, very true. And I, 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 I told one of my nephews the other day, I don't give a fuck if you got a 10 cent raise. I'm going to pat you in the back, bro, and say congrats. You got something. That's all that matters. <laughs> it's progress. Yes. You know, I, it don't matter if you move an inch or a mile. I'm going to pat you in the back, bro. I'm into that. I'm into that. I'm into that. Will, it's been an honor speaking to you, my brother. Yes, yes. I am humbled to to drink out of your fountain of wisdom. Uh, Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Thank um, you. Let thank me know you. when you get the, whenever you post it, wherever you post it. Definitely, definitely. Yes, yes. Uh, we'll be what in contact. You put this on? Uh, YouTube, Spotify, uh, Amazon, Amazon Music, Spotify Podcast, Apple, they're everywhere. There you go. Everywhere. All platforms. There you yep. go. I'm soon. I'm working on my my own thing, my own plat, my own streaming service, so okay. I can just have it there. But that's in the and I'll let everybody know when that's ready. Um, there you go. But before we go, tell the people where they can find you at. Um, I'm at Blink Fitness at Philadelphia, off of Wissanomi. Of uh, the Harvest Inn and uh, Tulip, come check me out. You can catch me up on uh, Instagram. I just changed my name because it, 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 I had an old street name as my IG name. Yeah. And I always say, like I said, the big guy, he's still in me. That's him. That's not me no more. So I don't know when that identified me. It's Will underscore OG dot fit on at Instagram. Boom. I don't we'll follow him. We'll check him out. 
Yeah, I'm ready to do the Facebook thing. A little too personal. So I yeah, keep simple yeah. with videos and pictures. <laughs> Boom. Go follow him. Uh, well, thank you once again. I know, no problem, brother.